and welcome to another episode of The Science Patrol. Join us as we discuss the adventures of A.G. Subarai's Warriors of Light and their unending fight against the forces of darkness and relentless monster armies. And now, the hosts of The Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Good morning, good evening, and whatnot. This is The Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. I am your host, and with me, as always, the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey, everybody. How are you? Hey, guys. Uh, we are covering Ultraman Leo, the seventh entry in the Ultra series, airing from 1974 to 1975. Oh, because when I, I this is the one I did look up, and it said 1975. Yeah, that's when it ended. And the, the titles that they gave... Are not the titles that are on Crunchyroll. Nope, not most of the time. So not I just time. went on the titles that are on Crunchyroll That's because I didn't fine. know what else to do. Perfectly fine. <laughs> perfectly fine. Preceded by Ultraman Tara and succeeded by The Ultraman, which was the animated one that we watched the movie of, which okay. was horrendous. Yes. Um, and now the only... Yeah, want to get a little backstory. The only reason we're not actually going on Robu or Boru or whatever the heck it is yet. It's Rube, but I, Rube, again, still don't know. It's because I'm an idiot, and I'll freely admit that, because I couldn't figure out how to look at the thing on my iPad with the closed caption. Right. Rich has now shown me how to do it. We think we've got this. We think we've got this. But if we don't, we're going to keep doing this. That's fine. Yeah, that's basically where we're going. Until it? there's some sort of... If I can figure it out... Tonight, I will have Rube. Like, you've never looked out the window. So, my son just barged into the podcast and decides to sit on Pat's lap so he can look out the window like he's never looked out the window up here before. And he's gone. (laughs) There you go. Um, We'll do Rube in two weeks and then we'll try to keep up week to week on that, even though we'll we'll figure it out three or four weeks behind. I'm just wondering if we should wait. On Rube until yeah, this is behind the scenes stuff that we oh. could have covered without recording, but what the hell? We're um, recording. Let's yeah. <laughs> um, wondering if we wait until there's an official English release for it, and that way that most people can want, or, or we just maybe alternate, or we'll figure it out. I think we'll just kind of figure it yeah, out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, anyway, Ultraman Leo comes from the planet L77 of the Leo constellation uh, and takes the human form of Gen Otori. Um, Gen Otori is supposed to be 20 years old in this and looks every day of 62. Yeah. <laughs> really, I, mean, I kind of figured they're trying to make him look young, but if he looks 35, he looks very young. My guess is that it's the 70s, and the fact that Japanese people at this point in history are required to smoke four packs a day. At least. Yeah, Absolutely. Like, it's like, oh, holy crap. It is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He, is, he does not look uh, his age. <laughs> or no, any, he, he looks... He looks old. my age. <laughs> like, <laughs> he looks 35-ish. You don't look quite 35-ish, yeah, no. but he looks 35. Yeah, I don't think... There are some scenes where you look at him and you're like, that man could be my Japanese father. Look at him. He's so old. He is craggy faced looking Very just, old looking. I mean, maybe one of those dudes that's born with that condition known as old face. You know what I mean? Like that kid you see who's 12 and you're like, oh, God, he looks like he has so much on his mind, you know? Like, but that's a different <laughs> argument. This is, like you said, this is smoking at least two packs a day, every day. Inside. Drinking what you can. <laughs> yeah. Drinking what you can, drinking everything. <laughs> well, what you can. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Yes, I get what you're getting at. I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, so 
the basic gist of this show is that Ultraman Leo is now the replacement for Ultra 7. Well, that's what they go into in the first two set, two episodes that we're about to speak on. Right. Is how Ultraman Leo takes over for right. 7. All right, so let's get let's get a couple of um, other things first things first things first out of the way. We got our characters, the Monster Attack crew, um, Dan Moroboshi, who is the uh, alternate of Ultra 7. Okay. Um, he is also the uh, the captain now yes, of the of Monster the, Attack crew. Yeah. Uh, Gen Otori, who is our uh, our ostensible hero of uh, Ultraman Leia. Um, Ichiro Aoshima. Would that be Ichiro? Ichiro, yeah. Uh, Oshima, uh, Akio Kudora, Kiyohiko Akashai, Junko Shirakawa, and Haruko sure. Momai. Yeah. Say that middle one three times what? fast. Oh, oh, Kyoko Akashi? <laughs> yeah, it's a toughie. Um, and uh, we've got, let's see what we got here. This is a 51 episode run. They're 24 minutes an episode. Original channel was TBS in Japan. It's Tokyo Broadcasting System. Right, for those of you right. guys who are like, what? Why would Turner show this? <laughs> Did he colorize it? Um, yeah, and there's two different theme songs. One from episode 1 to 13. And then episode 14 to 51. Um, let's see. Uh, we've got, of course, Ultra 7. Uh, their main Ultras are going to be Ultraman Leo, Ultraman King, and Astra. Um, with appearances by Ultra 7, regular Ultraman, Zafi, Ultraman Jack, Ultraman Ace, the mother of Ultra, oh, so and the they, father of Ultra. They get all kinds of Ultras in they this are, show. They are chock full of Ultra. Um, uh-huh. And man, oh man, tons of monsters. Well, I By the way, two heaping scoops of monsters in these episodes. In these two episodes, yeah. yeah I was very happy with the, the three monsters that they had. Mm-hmm. The one, uh, and I'm going to have to... Alien look, Magma. The ma- Alien Magma. That was a cool, easy to do yeah. suit. We've seen him before in something. He was in Jeet, I think, too. I don't remember him. Yeah. I don't remember a, a wolfy looking monster. Yeah, he wasn't. He's got much more longer hair now. They do it with and okay. uh, still the same thing where you have like the human face color silver and yeah, yeah. And I, he, he shows up, and I'm like, why is he so iconic? Oh, because he's a like the big bad. Of before they Leia. got to. Um, uh, well, uh, yeah. you know, it, it was the Baltans. Like, apparently, he's one of those iconic monsters. Like, oh, the Baltans. Oh, or, I got you. Or, I you got know. you. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Um, so, here's a, a little production notes. Um, Ultraman Leo is noted as the last of the golden age of the Ultra series. Okay. During the oil shock in which the uh, world economy was hit by in the 70s, the production of monster based series became less popular uh, because it was really expensive. Yeah. Um, Ultra and Leo got off on a bad start. The previous series was extended from 49 to 53 episodes because pre-production of Leo was running behind schedule. Uh, it was written for more of an adult audience with a darker theme than the previous show because Subaru was losing positive ratings from adults due to the child orientation, uh, child-oriented nature of Ultraman Tara. Um, of course, this move caused the loss of younger fans, <laughs> leading to the lowest ratings... Uh, oh, of so the franchise was, yet. This was rated terribly because it was adult, more adult oriented, yeah. and, and the kids just, were like, "Meh." Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's the thing that now movies that are made for kids do really well is they stick some, of them. some stuff in 
specifically for adults right. to catch. So that way the adults aren't sitting there bored out of that gourd. Some of them don't, though. Some, Some of them, them don't. Are. But the ones that do better are the ones that... What was that? What? I haven't um, watched that. I wasn't... Once I saw that it was a seven on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> no way. And we've had... We had went on a whole tear on that for a while. Um... Let's see. Uh, the Mac song sings about the Mac Mole and the Mac Shark, but these machines were never used in battle in the series. Okay, good. Um, Ultraman Leo's first theme was chosen as Ultra as Fight Ultraman Leo wasn't ready at the time. Oh, okay, so they had to... Wow, they, they really show. were like, yeah, way behind. <laughs> getting their crap together for this. <laughs> the series used new special effects for the Ultra series. They were mostly reused from Jumborg Ace. Okay. I'm not sure what that means. I don't know if they mean like reused destruction or like. I'm curious because I have not seen Jumbo Gaze. Well, but Superfan Matt apparently has gotten Jumbo Gaze for us. Ah, good guy. See, I mean, the the thing I'm looking at is a lot of the destruction on this. The city destruction is above and beyond what. Super Radio would have done. Holy crap, they're all over there. Like they're, you know what? Let's just wipe this whole section of the city out. Right. So I'm thinking if they were able to take Reuse that, yeah. shots from somebody else, even if they paid a little bit. No, Jumbo Gates is theirs. Oh, so it was, they already paid for this. Yeah, it's hey, all let's the, use it somewhere yeah, else. It's all in the special effects library, maybe. We got uh, it. Yeah. So that, now that makes a lot more sense because they had all this destruction. Hey, let's use it in this other yep. show. And it will be free because we already has, own it. The cost has amortized already. You know, <laughs> exactly. like it's beautiful. Um, and the Ultra Brothers make fewer appearances than they did in the previous two series. And Taro isn't even mentioned or acknowledged in the series at all. They were going for a clean break, it looks like. Okay. Um, and the clean break they had. Um, let's get with first episode here. The de- oh, the, by the way, is there enough main characters in this show? No. And do you know any of them? No. no. No, I know no. Ken, I know Dan, and I know uh, Momoko. And Momoko, Momoko's yeah. little sister. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's it. And then there's a bunch of people standing around, and I'm sure they're going to get more oh, yes. into the I'm backstory. Sure they <laughs> but the thing I didn't particularly like about these two episodes that right. I watched, do we have to have an exclamation point? At the end of every sentence? Yes! Do we have to have two sentences? I mean, now, I didn't look at the third one, because, you know, that'd be silly. Yeah. But the two, I'm looking at it going, okay, this is really important, and so is this. And you know there's a narrator. You notice there's a narrator, right? I do. you know why there's a narrator? Because this is bat crap crazy. <laughs> and without the narrator, I would have been like, why is this happening? Why is that happening? What's going on? But and they must have been like, uh, guys, we really... We need somebody to explain this for us because guys are going to sit there going, huh? Yeah. Why? Oh, why? Okay. All right. So the first episode of uh, Ultraman Leo. Seibun ga Shinotoki. Tokyo wa Chibarosu Suru. That is the death of seven. Tokyo is sinking. Okay, you gotta give it the exclamation point. The death of seven! <laughs> Tokyo is sinking! Oh my god! <laughs> if they're gonna use You're exclamation right. points, you right. have to emphasize! You're right. <laughs> it just reminds me of that awesome power. I cannot control the volume of my voice! <laughs> exactly. And I, I mean, I'm sitting there and I'm writing this stuff down and I'm like, 
Why are there exclamation points? Right. All right, write them down. Because they are. <laughs> okay, so Geno Tahori, Ultraman Leo's human form on Earth, trains at the training place, as it says here. Is it for <laughs> training place? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is... Um, a sports club. So it's basically a place where it's like the Y. Kids go yeah, there and learn how to tumble and, and do karate yeah, and do yeah. gymnastics. And you see Jen doing different routines. Yep, yep. And you sit there going, okay, he's in shape. Yeah. He, obviously, okay. Let's Except see for his going. face. He's got, oh, he's got Buscemi face. That's what it that's is. That's exactly what it yeah. is. Yeah, he looks really old if, for his age. If Ultraman was played by Steve Buscemi, you'd be set. There's my neighbor Tommy. He doesn't listen to this show. But hi, Tom. Hi, Tom. <laughs> um, let's see here. Um, meanwhile, you get a, uh, the battle uh, of Ultra Seven and the, and the two aliens. Yeah, the red and black Gilas. Right. Now, and what I did like as they're opening, they show you what monsters you're gonna see. Yeah. So you can actually. Write it down so you know what's going on. You're not sitting there going, who's this guy? What's that yep, guy? Yep, yep, yep. Oh, wait a minute. That must be Blackulus, and that's Regulus. Now, okay. Who, now, we don't know if this is going to be a continued trope. No, no, no. Because, God forbid, I just watched the third episode. <laughs> they had to pitch pad an easy one. <laughs> no, oh. this this we got to give to... Who was it that... Was this Matt Mastrocovi that said we should watch this? Matt and a couple other people couple said. A couple other people said, hey, if you can't figure out how to get to Rubu, we watch would like Leo. to propose the following. And we, being good guys that we are, said, okay. Okay. Air <laughs> <laughs> date on this episode, by the way, 4 12 1974. Okay. Yes. Um, now, um, the uh, seven fights the master of the two beasts, alien magma appears and tips the scale further in their favor. Um, the black Elis then fractures Ultra Seven's leg in a very, very visceral and leg break. They show you like hard, yeah, they, whatever crunch they use is very effective. Oh, it's got to be a handful of celery or something, probably. Just, but they show them twisting the foot as far as humans' foot can get twisted without actually breaking right, it. Right, right. And then they do, do the crunches noises and show it to you again. Right, yeah. So you think automatically, oh, they twisted his foot around two or three times right, completely right. to it's, snap the ankle. Uh, totally. Yeah, some guy in some guy in uh, in in the foley section's got a handful of bok choy and he's just strangling that yeah, out of it. Yeah. Um, and it was effective because yeah. they didn't have to show you. Obviously, they're not going to show you them breaking a foot completely. Right. But. You got the gist of they're really doing a number on this guy's foot, and I'm like, "Wow, we have opened into a." You know, I've been I was always told this was a much darker series, and sure enough, oh yeah, it's sure enough. dark the way they did it. Okay, they did, like you said, they don't really like to show a lot of real pain. This breaking of an ankle like that is real pain. On top of that, there's scenes where the the monsters are flooding areas and. You can see the waves going over people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they, they are not a sh- scared to show you show actual death. Thousands of people getting wiped <laughs> out, and I'm like, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're like, oh yeah, kid. No wonder the kids didn't like this. They're still in therapy. <laughs> still, God. So. Um, a new hero appears and saves Seven from certain death and is Ultraman Leo. 
<laughs> from the Baron Nebula L77 in the Leo constellation. Well, you forgot to mention <laughs> that the two Gilluses spin, make a shield with their spinning, and then through the shield, shoot Shoots electricity out, yeah, at seven. And I'm sitting there trying to figure out, okay, I don't know how that works, but I don't know monsters perfectly either. Well, as but you, you spin dynamo, you spin a dynamo, so maybe because they have those big. Not really, I'm wool gathering here. Um, oh, yeah, they have the those wolf. big metally looking blades coming out of their back. It spins like a, you know, one okay. of those things that generate like the dynamo or some sort of thing. Sure. Sure. <laughs> says, sure. sure. Why not? I like it. That <laughs> <laughs> works for me. Yeah. So uh, the monsters are driven off, but uh, Dan Moriboshi is now unable to transform back into Ultra 7. He tries to, and it destroys the glasses that he was using. Right. And that's the one thing I did like. Is in watching G, we saw seven glasses. Yep. And he would put them on and off the tape. Become yeah. seven. Zero. This is... zero. Oh, that was zero. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's ultimate. Right. That's seven sun. Oh, okay. So, okay. Makes sense he's got the glasses. Makes sense that he's got yeah, sort of the same glasses. Yeah. And I went, I went, okay, this is going to be... I didn't know exactly what yeah. year it was, but the glasses were far enough out that I could say, okay... They're bad, right? But those are what he uses to become. Yeah, okay. it's just, that's what. Yeah, yeah. So um, now Dan tells uh, again that he has to protect the Earth, gets him to join the monster attacking crew, of which he is captain. Um, he brings news of the membership to the sports club, and uh, he uh, what was great is like, uh, oh, yeah, he, are you going to be here anymore? He goes, of course I will, and he's like. Cause good, cause he helps me with my math. And he's like, "This is a sports club." Like the head of the sports yeah, club is all then, mad. And then, the guy, and then he's like, "Who here gets help from from Gannon?" And like, like eighty percent of the kids, like, "Yeah, right here." We're yeah, all dumb. Kid. We've <laughs> all been concentrating is. way too much on gymnastics. <laughs> we don't know our yeah. rear end for a minute. We've been taking too many karate blows to the head and don't remember <laughs> long division anymore. But now, the one thing I did like that you passed over. Yeah. Whatever that tulip song was. And they well, that gave, was nice, yeah. That was so amazingly done because obviously they're singing it in Japanese mm -hmm, and it's like mm -hmm, sing-songy and yeah. then you read it and you're like, eh, it doesn't quite make as much sense. That's okay. But then I'm guessing Old MacDonald doesn't make a lot of sense in Japanese no. either. No, I don't know how one translates EIAO, but um, yeah, that was nice. And that was the little girl doing that. Yeah, um, and, and again. Right, and that was... That was a weird segment where they're all, they're, two of them are just off frolicking, doing whatever. And I'm like, well, you wouldn't have that now. No. Unless it was his sister, but it's not. I think that's Momoko's that's sister. That's Momoko's sister. Sure. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. Whatever. And you're sitting there going, you know, okay, it's the 70s. Yeah. I get it. It's fine. But it's fine. Like we had Pippi Longstocking, then it's fine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't pretend to understand what happened then. I don't. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, good Lord. So, um,. So, uh, he spends time with Karu. I guess Karu is the little girl. Little girl. Um, then he begins to train the intrepid Ultra harshly. Uh, soon, Red and Black Gilas return, sinking an entire island. Right. Uh, again, reports to Mac. He believes the alien magma's behind it. No evidence is found, and so nobody believes him. Well, and he also now, and this is where I was sitting there going, okay, I don't understand that part, but whatever. He uses his Ultra eyes to see the monsters underwater. Mm -hmm. Okay, sure, why yeah, not? But you can't, like, look, you can't tell anybody that. Like, <laughs> hey. So, um, 
the uh, monsters attack Tokyo, devastating it. Sports Club flees and again transforms to Leo and battles the monsters, but is no match for them. Right, and I mean, this one, the miniature work that they used is fantastic. Right. Even for 70s, it was great. And the people running, for whatever the background shows that they were, and I'm going to guess that they took it from that other show that you pointed out. Well, one of the snippets of the civilians escaping, funny you should mention that, is reused from a small number of Showa-era Godzilla films. And said Godzilla films also reused the snippets amongst themselves. So it was like... Oh, so they just reused a whole bunch of stuff mm -hmm. to fill in the end. Yeah, because we're dealing with the oil crisis at this point. Not like, quite yet. But no, but it's started. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you've got to deal with, oh, my goodness, what do we do? Um, we can't continue to burn giant things of uh, foam rubber and propane and this and that. It's going to become prohibitively really expensive. expensive. And also, the suits are all made using petroleum-based stuff. True. Right? True, true. So now they're like, oh, look at the Godzilla movies from that period. You've got a little bit later than this, you've got Godzilla versus uh, Gigan, you've got Godzilla versus Megalon, and those are very sparse movies with new uh, new effects. Lots of stock footage in those. I gotcha. Tons. Because they just couldn't afford to spend the money. It's true. Because Gex And the attendance was down, too. Like, the, kid, the monster boom at this point was over. Right, but well, be basically like you said. All of a sudden, nobody had any money because they're mm. popping it into the gas, going into their cars to try to get anywhere. Yeah, and everything went sky high because gas all of a sudden went yeah sky high. Yeah, huh? Yeah. All right, so uh, that is the end of the first episode. Right, that is the, that the thing is I did cliffy cliffhanger. Oh yeah, very good cliffhanger. I like that. But they said that now their color timer goes off. Two minutes and forty-five seconds. Yeah, and you said they go. Guys, can we make it three minutes for the you? oil crisis, Pat? They can't stay that long. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta cut some time off. Oh God, no! <laughs> That's it. We can't. <laughs> we can't go a full three minutes. Yeah, no. Also, right. by the way, two two minutes forty five seconds, three minutes, same on screen time apparently. But uh, well, I mean, that I give is screen time doesn't really count. People real time, I know. But it's like, <laughs> so don't worry, kids. It's about the same. They just needed to change the formula up a little bit. Right, but I mean, that's exactly what I thought is they needed to change it just a little bit just so people would try to watch for that change. And you're sitting there going, nobody cares the difference in 245 and three minutes. Uh, kids would have. Kids would have been like, what, even less time? How can this fuck? He's got less time to defeat the monsters. But oh, kids weren't watching at that point. Exactly. Um, exactly. The ratings on this, uh, viewer ratings was 17.6. Which is bad for the time. Great for now. Bad mm, for the it's time. It's not great Great now, even. I mean, that's an approval rating. It's not a share. Oh, oh not a share. Oh, rating. yeah, then 17 is bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a little slow, the first one. And holy crap, can we say, I thought Akio Josoji was the director of this one with the, some of the weird angles going oh, on. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They had, had some... And, but it was not him. It was directed by um, Tadashi Mafune. Okay. So maybe you went to that other guy's school of how to sure <laughs> how to did. take weird pictures. He sure <laughs> did. Um, let's see. Uh, errors from this episode. Um, they give errors. Yeah. The most notable error in this episode is Ultra Seven's helmet. His ears are missing. I didn't even notice. So either well, you haven't seen a lot of Ultra Seven. True. Um, 
and the eye slugger was possibly not well adjusted. Uh, you know, so we don't know how that how well that worked or not. I'm um, guessing that's the horn. That's yeah. That's the, okay. that's the thing he throws. Okay. It's like all the Renacs had the X slugger. Right, right, right. Yeah, the, yeah, his the is eye slugger. The eye slugger. Okay, fair so, um, <sighs> uh, yeah, but it's pretty good. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta love when a series starts out with uh, the uh, a hero being just brutally beaten and to pieces. Yeah, I mean the the twisting of the foot was uh, effective. Nah, exactly. Yeah, nah. and you could you know you could see okay that it's gonna hurt just a little bit, and then they making the crunch noises and showing it to you all over again uh-huh. two or three times. Yeah. And you're like that's that's another thing they're really good at showing like the. Leo will land a kick and they'll be like, kick, kick, kick. They'll reshow it. That's a big trope in Japanese television and movies. And I'm guessing that's just to save them money, obviously. Cause no, I think it's just emphasis. Like, look, come strong, kick, well, okay. you know, like. Okay. You, sometimes they'll do it from. The, you'll see it in like a kung fu movie where they'll show the same kick from two or three different angles. Right. And you're just like, look, yeah, that was great. Look what it looked like from this way. How about from here? That's crazy. Did you happen to catch this kick? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, coming up next, the big sink, the last day of the Japanese archipelago. We'll be right back with more Science Patrol. All right, and again, as promised, we are back with the big sink, the last day of the Japanese archipelago. Now, that's the one that actually read from uh, Crunchyroll is the great sinking ah. and twilight of the Japanese archipelago. There you go. So, I mean, basically the same thing. Same difference. But you're sitting there going, okay, why do they have it? Oh, that's right, it's Japanese into English. It's just not going to all make sense. Yes, yeah, it's going to be whoever's translating it. It's going to, you know, they're going to translate as best they can. Ultraman Leo episode two, air date 4-19-1974. Um, and the viewer rating on this, 17. Again, really not great. bad. Okay, fair enough. And now the first five minutes of the episode, or three minutes, is a complete rehash yeah, of the rehash. first episode. Which, <laughs> which I'm is perfectly with, acceptable. You know, Maybe you were out the week before. Yeah, exactly. This is pre-VCR, everybody. True, true. Now, Leia was nearly overwhelmed by the Gears Brothers and Alien Magna, Magma. <laughs> exactly. But is saved by Dan. The city, on the other hand, is not so lucky. Oh, the city's destroyed. Yeah, yeah. But then now, you, they show Seven tries again to become a giant... Right, and he has to use some sort of ultra kinesis right, or something. Psychokinesis, yeah, 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 to help Leo. Right, and you're trying to figure out, okay, what's that going to do? What it seemed to do is just basically freeze time, so we can hit them a little bit. Yep. And okay, I guess maybe. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's see here. Um, when we last left Ultraman Leo, he was engaged in another struggle between the. Aguilas Brothers as a tidal wave wiped out Tokyo. Hey, remember we were discussing like when you were a kid, the things you thought you'd have to deal with, like quicksand, yeah, and uh, lava, yeah, um, tidal waves. You thought, thought we'd have waves. a lot more tidal waves too. I never bottomless was. pits as well, but tidal <laughs> waves. And this was perk because it was this big looming tidal wave. It was very well yeah. done. And again, yeah. I'd like to know where they took this footage from. That looked like it might have been a Toho thing, but remember. Who did the special effects for Toho? Super. Yeah. There you go. So, so 
Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'd like to know where they got that footage from because yeah. I knew there was no way they were dumping that kind of money into this show. That's right. They just, I think they cut around some people fleeing, slapped in a big old wave. Right, and, right. And, yeah, and this is back when you didn't do it in After Effects. You had an optical printer and you had to lay stuff on top of each other with different and layers of film. Like, yeah, it looked okay. Yeah. Um, once more, alien magma... <coughs> descends from the sky to pummel Leo just as his color timer begins flashing. Unable to transform into Ultra 7, Moroboshi exhausts himself by using uh, uh, hypokinesis uh, to distract the monsters long enough for Leo to get the upper hand. Right. And he and severs the horns from the heads of the twins and they all retreat. Right, and, and the magma, seeing that the two have lost their horns, he just flies away. Yeah. This monster, for being the leader of these guys... Is a chicken. Because every As time. As are most dictator monsters. Yeah, otherwise. I guess. Yeah, they're all like, no, oh, my minions are dead. I'm going to scoot. Might as well oh, run away and come back to fight another day. Ding. I guess. Yeah. So, um, what I really thought was cool about the flooding was just the, the scope. Oh, they did a lot. The giant parking deck with all the cars? Mm -hmm. How about the underground parking deck? Everything the water comes flooding in. Flooding through. Oh, it was awesome. Right, and like I said, I don't know where they got the footage from, and my younger one, Zach, was watching this as I'm sitting there, and he goes, wow, that's really cool. I said, I don't know where they got that from, but there's no way they did that on the television. Bro. Yeah, no, I, bet, I don't know. I mean, they were devoting a lot of money to these things at the time, but... That could be left over from Jumborg Ace. I don't know. Yeah. But then again, we did see scenes where the monsters, like where one of the Gillis brothers actually hits one of those parking decks. And right. Like, that one, yeah. you have to say. Oh, I'm sure they may have called a bunch of other... Different things yeah. from different places. Yeah. I mean, when you see the monster actually hitting something, obviously that's done day of. Right. But a lot of the other footage, you got to guess, is stock footage from something, something yeah. else. Yeah. Because... Like I said, they're not throwing that much money into something on television. Even though they had a bigger television budget at the time, right. they're still not throwing that much money right, in right, the right. first two episodes of something they expect to last 30, 40, 50 episodes. Just one episodes, they know. They're like, this is it. <laughs> so, um, uh, Momoko, uh, Jen's friend, is seriously wounded during the flooding. Uh, now, not knowing if she'll live or not, Dan pushes Jen to, uh, or Gen to hone his skills in his human form and merge with uh, Leo persona to become stronger um, by doing this weird super spinny thing. And he goes, once you crack this rock, you can fight. It's called the corkscrew kit. That's right. Which corkscrew. is what I had. To, and you sit there. At first, they show him leaning on a bar, doing the spin. Right. And then they show him just in midair by himself, doing the same exact spin. Yeah, and you're like, okay, all right, yeah. Fine, yeah. that's how martial arts work, whatever. Sure. Whatever. Sure. So Magma and the two monsters come and stage another attack. Um, the monster attack crew go out with their snazzy-looking fighter planes. Um, and here, again, is nice miniature work. Yeah. This, I mean, even for 75, this is really, really well done. Yeah. The planes... Didn't take the really bad sharp turns that drive me nuts. <laughs> not yet they didn't. Well, but, not that I saw on yeah, this episode. Not yet. I'm sure they will. Um, 
So uh, it was great because then the monsters are shooting planes down, and I suppose unknown pilots are being killed. Right, and um, because they don't show any parachutes, they don't show anything. No, the plane goes those down. guys are dead. Done. Yeah, they're and they're gone. You're going. Why is getting dark quick for a kids show? Yeah, and I didn't realize it was made more for adults. Now it makes sense. Yeah, because they were losing adult viewers in the last one because it was too kiddie. Oh. So they were like, swing the pendulum rapidly to the other direction. <laughs> Instead of trying to go to the middle, no, go completely the other way. Make sure children are killed in this. Give them nightmares. <laughs> oh, God. Let parents get a grip. <laughs> and they, oh, they want they want a dark show, do they? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and then, um, so what I liked about that whole scenario is that when he finally, when uh, Gen finally gets his uh, the kick proper, he, uh, he flies in, and they start fighting the monsters again. He lures them out into open water to prevent more to, collateral right, damage. Right, to try to save the people that we now know are going to die. Oh, well, yeah, and how. They so, did not evacuate fast enough. No, they couldn't have. <laughs> so he, he does, the, you know, it doesn't look good. Um, and then he does the corkscrew kick and kicks both of the monsters' heads clean off. Right. Clean off. I'm sitting there going, that's disturbing. <laughs> I don't like that. And the way they cut the action in the actual fight. <laughs> Just two heads right Oh, up. my God. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, oh, that's not supposed to be like that. Oh, that's not good. And I'm going to say, I am astounded that they had the, with the wherewithal to... Just not have fountains of blood coming out of those neck stumps of like green blood or something or like whatever. That. Just because that's how the that's how the gamma films <laughs> got that they were like, well, you can't show these monsters getting hurt um, with red blood. And they were like, blue blood. Like, you can use blue blood, green blood, whatever. And they were like, right on. <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, good to. Gotcha. Thanks, Thanks for the pal. Detail. And that's why all the monsters in Gamera getting stabbed in the face, giant gushes of some <laughs> viscous, weird blood, orange, blue, something, or like. As long as it's not red, green, it's yep, okay. We're all good. It's all good. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, you notice when they when they edit uh, trailers or movies for trailers. Yeah. If you watch the trailer for Kill Bill, which where Uma Thurman. Right. No, I know which movie you're talking about. Is going to fight the crazy 88s her suit looks dirty yeah it's because it is tinted to make no. the blood dark oh. otherwise they couldn't show it oh that's true she was covered in blood in the trailer you'd be like oh it's a red, it's a red band trailer can't have that there's scenes in the it trailer where there's a black viscous fluid coming out of the tub but it's in the movie it's blood oh. snappy huh things we learn hey. things we learn yeah, so, I tried watching the original Kill Bill in the theaters. Couldn't do it. I wanted to buy a samurai sword after I saw that. Really? Yeah, Melina stopped me. She's smart. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, what do you want to do now? I'm like, uh, can we go up to Route 18 Market? And she's like, for what? I'm like, I want to buy a samurai sword. She's like, no, no, no. <laughs> what is the matter with like what? She's like, what is the matter with you? I'm like, nothing. I want one now. <laughs> you know? She's like, you are going to hurt yourself. I'm not even worried about you They're hurting someone. They're not sharp when they buy them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some of them are. But, you know, I was like, you don't want to hang on the wall. She's like, for what? I'm like, because it's cool. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. No, for once she was able to talk me out of something incredibly dopey. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Um, I love that movie. I love, love, love. I, I left when it got into the cartoon anime. That's when I was done. Did you leave, leave? I left, left. Oh, I paid for mean... myself and my nephew to see the movie because he was right on the cusp of being able to legally go to see rated R movies yeah. on his own. Said, you, need right. to, you need to give that another go. I guess. But when it was anime, that's, that's when I left. Uh, all right. Yeah. I'm yeah. getting another shot. Yeah, you're going to be like, oh, okay. I hope you are. I, hope, like, I don't like part two as much as part one. But part one. But was... part, part two's good. Don't get me wrong. But part one, I was just like, Again, inspired to buy a samurai sword. Okay. Immediately upon it, I was like, got in the car. I'm like, we're going. Let's go. It's in the car. <laughs> well, I'm on Route 18 already, baby. It's a five-minute run up to the market. Let's go. <laughs> She's like, no. Man, yeah. Let me talk you off this stupid, stupid man ledger on. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. He kicks the monster's heads off. Clean yeah. off. Just... <laughs> yeah, and then again, and then Alien Mag was like, "Well, I'm out. <laughs> I was here, and now I'll see you later. Goodbye." Oh, <laughs> and wisely, he just, oh yeah, yeah, he realizes it. This is not the fight I want. Sods off into the good oh, night. Good Lord. Um, oh my goodness. So uh, let's see if there's any uh, trivia on this one. Uh, and then, <laughs> negative. Leo, and this is where it confused me. Used rain. To help save the girl from her coma. Oh, and yeah. And also, he, I mean, left in the island, okay, I'm good with Yeah, whatever. so maybe that was kind of... It's, that was why the narrative was like, and so, as the island returned, so did Momoko's health. And you're like, okay. Yeah. Metaphor? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> just two things happen to go together. Why? That's where you wanted to... Here's why I accept that. A cause. <laughs> I got nothing. I, there's no reason to accept that other than, well, I saw it. <laughs> had to happen, I guess. Right? It had to happen the way they say it had to happen. Sure. Yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, God, I no. see how this works. Okay, so let's get to our monster minutes. Um, and since they were the same monsters for two episodes, I didn't want to feel like, you know. Yeah, you know. Same the Gears Brothers. Um, 56 meters red, 55 meters black. They look the same. a whole three feet shorter. Yeah, but they look the same size. Well, I mean, at that size, three feet. <laughs> What's three feet? What's a meter, honestly? Exactly. Um, 40,000 tons, 39,000 tons. That What's a thousand tons? Huge. Yeah, see? That's what I'm saying. Um, and let's see here. Uh, the Garris brothers um, are two kaiju brothers who appeared in the TV series Ultraman Leo. They were under the control of the vile alien magma and were actually responsible for destroying uh, Ultraman Leo's homeworld of L-77. Right, right. Which was in the Leo constellation, which mm -hmm. they showed being blown up, which I thought was well done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lots of, uh, by the way, Ultraman Leo, really big on the kicking. Yes. Big on yes. the kick. Because I'm guessing the guy that is in the suit is... Has no arms. No, <laughs> well, no not just that. But not he's just the that. same gymnast that is showing you all the moves. Oh, maybe, yeah. That know, could be. Because that's, that guy is very athletic. I give, even though he looks ancient, he's very athletic. He, oh, yeah. He's in fantastic shape. Other than right. that the rattling, phlegmy cough, I'm sure he has. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which... <clears throat> um... Let's see. The trivia for the Gears Brothers, the tsunami attack was to pay tribute uh, to Sigoris' ability to conjure up a tsunami in his appearance. Okay, okay fine. 
Uh, oh, their roars are from Gyango and Telazon. I wouldn't call that. Written me either. Red Gears is a higher pitched version. Although not playable characters, they both appear in Fighting Evolution 3 as a finishing move for Alien Magma. Oh, okay. Um, though not physically seen, both Gears brothers are monsters that make up Barry Dora's body in Mega Monster Battle Ultraman Galaxy, the movie. Yeah, everybody is at this point. Yeah. Just, Just as usual. Just people. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, according to the now canon, now non-canon Ultraman Zero story, the magma planet had hundreds of different Gears, including a yellow species and a green species. I wish they would tell you what story that was. That would be nice. Well, that's um, why it's non-canon. Because they didn't show it, it can't be so. Okay, fine. Well, no, apparently if it was an Ultraman, it, it might be an Ultraman Zero story that was like... Not he not. has some side stories. Like oh. that they show like original video animations that were released straight to video. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. Me either, my friend. Powers and weapons of the twins. The cranial horn. You can use it to bash enemies. It's got a horn beam, a tsunami ray. A tsunami ray? Yes, by firing two blue beams of energy from their horns, the Gears brothers create tsunamis. Okay. Sure. Oh, yeah, we see that. They stand there like, boop, and oh, all the yeah. water goes, and <laughs> shoots yeah. right up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, fine. The Gears energy spin bolts. That's uh, what they were using was the spin bolts. When they did their Gears the spin, spin. yes. Right, okay. They are depth swimmers, and they have a smoke screen ray. Yes. That's pretty cool. Saw funny. that. I wonder if the red guys got any different powers. Probably not. They probably have the same exact powers as they're the same monster. And then you want to go on the magma nope. alien. Okay, we're going to go to alien magma now. Boop. Boop. Uh, let's see. And this was an easy suit to put together because you get to show most of the face. Yeah. The body is just a body suit that you can put anybody in. Yep. So it's a relatively easy suit to make. I don't right. see why they don't use that kind of thing more often, but... Because most of the time it ends up looking like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> looks good. Okay, fine. Very few of the... Very few of the superhumanoid-looking monsters look really great. And, and I'm not a particular fan of the design of Alien Magma. It's okay to me, but it looks super low-budge. And I'm oh, sure yeah, that's why they did it for this one. Yeah, oh, yeah. Super low budge. It's easy to do. Yeah. Doesn't cost a lot to do, so yeah. that's why they use it. No, I got that. The magma are a cat-like alien race from planet magma. Uh, they are a brutal alien race, and the ones uh, responsible for the destruction of the L seventy-seven nebula. nebula. Oh, okay. The nebble. The nebble. That's where spaceman's nipples are. <laughs> They're nebbles. God no. Um. Let's see. For Ultraman Leia, the one alien magma that led his twin Gareth brothers in destroying um, L-77 set his eyes on conquering Earth. Of course. Um, but of course, Ultra 7 stood in his way. Uh, the uh, magma one led his uh, little trio there, and they brutalized 7, and the Ultra Crusader's leg was uh, snapped. And uh, he could not transform anymore. Then Leia, of course, appeared, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Gotcha. We've gotten through that. Um, suit actor is uh, Yoshihasa Urakami. Okay. Um, I thought so. During his fight with Ultraman Leia, at one point, the suit actor, his face paint was washed away by the set for the I ocean. I did see that. I, I thought I saw it, it but yeah. the only suit was quick. 
It was a quick spot. Yeah. But you could see. I was like, oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> and that's basically what you do. He goes, hey. Oh, it's the 70s. I'm going to let that yeah. keep going. Yeah. Um, I mean, even in the, the original show, the, uh, the Hulk. Yeah. The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. There were times when he wasn't green. And you're going, all right, whatever. What are you going to do? <laughs> uh, Alien Magma possesses a cloak compared to his later incarnations. Okay. Uh, thus given the designation heavy arm type. Uh, heavy armed type. Like he's more heavily armed. Well, he has those things clothes. on his arm. Yeah, they transform into hooks. Right, and, and that hooks and clubs and, and whatever. Yeah. I thought um, that was... A, okay, whatever. That's okay. Um, then it goes into some second appearances. Let me make sure nah. we have any sort of... Nothing huge. Yeah, see, later he comes back in Ultraman. Mebius Ultraman X... He was one of the guys who fights with molds back there. Oh, okay. Okay. That's, I kind of thought we had seen this guy before, yeah. but I didn't know exactly where, and now I know. Um, okay. Let's see here. Anything else? Oh, yeah, we've got our uh, powers and weapons. He's 57 meters tall, 20,000 tons. He's relatively svelte. Right. Um, energy beam. Um, he can fire blue missile strength energy beams from his hands. Arrow rays. Okay. Um, the magma saber. Wow. Oh, that's the sorty thing. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. okay, The fine. saber beam, which shoots from the magma saber. The hook, his left hand can become a hook. The hook can launch. Really? Um, that's mm-hmm. interesting. He can teleport long distances at will. When he does, lightning will appear and engulf him. Of course. He can change size and become human-sized. Okay, that's nice. The magmatic chain. <laughs> Sorry, try that one more time. The magmatic chain. Okay. Ooh. A chain was used to restrain Ultra, uh, Ultraman Astra on his left thigh. The chain is so strong, so much so that it blocked Ultraman King's own powers to shatter it. Okay. Forcing Astra to wear it for the remainder of his life. Oh. Holy okay. butts. That's interesting. Well, that's something. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what to make of that. That's nuts. That is something. Um, I think that there is a spark doll that uh, appears later. Um, anything else interesting that we need to see here? Um, additional trivia: There's been a total of eight different designs for Alien Magma. Okay, so he's showed up in eight different series, basically. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, as stated in the spin-off series Andromelos, the Magma has a very complex organization known as the Magma Saber Band, consisting of uh, the original Sergeant Pepper, no, <laughs> Brother Blue, Brother Red, oh please, um, Custom Magma, colors. and Magma Leader. Okay, fine. Um, let's see here. I mean, like I said, these two episodes were fun to watch. Yeah. Even though they were more violent than I had seen in any of the Ultra stuff uh-huh. so far. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I mean, like I said, if we can, I'm gonna really try everything yeah. I can do to watch this Robu. Yeah. But I don't know if you want to do it before it's freely available to everybody. Yeah. If you really want to get into the way... I, I think Leia's good right now. We'll just continue going on that for a little bit. Okay. And we're going to watch Ultraman uh, episodes 3 and 4, which I don't have titles for until you give me a second. Hang on. More exclamation points again. The next episodes are... Um, goodbye, tears, and 
Exclamation point. A vow between men. Definitely an exclamation point. Yeah, well, it's a vow between men, Pat. What can you do? <laughs> um, anyway, thanks everybody for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Rate, subscribe, and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Um, we soon may be appearing on Spotify. Ooh. Keep a note for that. Yeah, very exciting. Very nice. Very exciting. Um, since we don't do swearies and we don't talk about sexual contact, we're pretty good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's going to be okay. Um, and um, man, I'm looking at some of the ratings for some of the future episodes. It doesn't go worse. up from 17. Oh, I'll tell wow. you that. Yeah. Wow. But it still lasted 51 episodes. Well, I, they were like, "We're committed." Yeah, but I mean, I think the thing is, once they say they're going to do 51 episodes, yeah, they're doing the 51, whether or not it's oh, I'm sure. different. I'm sure. The I'm, fact that they did something after it is where you get an. Amazing. But they didn't until like all 1980 to Ultraman 80. Oh, so this killed the series yeah. for a good five years. Well, Ooh. this didn't. This didn't so much. It was the combination of this and the oil crisis. Right, right, right. Okay. Like, um, also, can we talk about Ultraman Leo's head for a second? Oh, it's very weird. It is odd. And he has those two little things on the side, which I'm going to guess up. Turn oh, out to be. Speaking of weird head stuff, let's talk about the Monster Attack crews. Bat crazy helmets. Yeah, they are weird looking. They have horns. Then that you fold the mask down. There's eyes. eyes. <laughs> like it you have to be able to see. But but, oh. it's, but the mask is clear. I understand that. But the only thing that's covered are the eyes. <laughs> like, <laughs> and they're this huge bulbous. But helmets. They think that's what is good. In the 70s, because you gotta think. Well, yeah, it's gotta be futuristic. Exactly. That's the only way I went. It looked odd as all get up, and I'm like, you know what? They gotta be futuristic. It is the 70s. Yeah. I'm gonna let that slide. Let's, there's nothing else I can do. Let's also talk about for a minute the character, the, um, <coughs> the, the, the Monster Attack Crew uniforms for the ladies with the giant beret. Yeah. They look like they work at Hot Dog on a stick. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Yes. And it, I just had to let the uniform go because... I was like, oh, Pat's going to have a field day. No, see, that's where I let it go. They can put them in whatever the heck they want because, okay, it's the same uniform. I don't like it, but I'm just going to let it slide because it's a uniform. Yeah, I can understand that. I can understand it, but I'm like, what is... What? You know, like, <laughs> when they were like, oh, these two girls are on the thing, and I'm like, why? Well, what is, they're cute as all get out, but they, when you see a caricature of, like, an artist, and they have a comically oversized beret. That's exactly what they It have is on. a comically oversized Yeah, yeah. Beret. And I'm wondering, when they made these suits, did they try to make them comically or were they trying to go futuristically, or were they trying for a combination of the two? Because it is just odd. What if they're like, maybe they were like, "Oh, this is totally what the future is going to look like." <laughs> no, because at this point, look at this. Look at the size of those berets. No, I know. They're I know they're humans. And the things would always say is, "Wait a minute." They know what spacesuits are supposed to look like. Because people have been to the moon. Well, yeah, but nobody's going to... At Back then, everybody thought, like, oh, by the time the year 2000 comes in, when we're all living on the moon... Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, go with it. Go with it. I realize I'm, I'm making a face, and I'm in a non-visual medium. Sorry, guys. 
<laughs> that like, tell me those don't look like. Um, well, they're also wearing all wearing cowboy boots. Sort oh, of. do look, they really? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Well, yeah, they are all wearing cowboy boots. My God. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Tell me those don't look like X-Wing pilot suits. You know what? That's what they are. But they're not. They can't because be. Because this is four years before Star Wars, or three years before Star Wars. But they're futuristic and flight looking suits. Yeah, enough. that's what it is. It's flight suits. Yeah. And they were like, well, yeah, obviously we're not going to need some buck. We'll have that sorted out we'll by have then. that. We'll find out by then. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Next week, because um, we're running a little long, next week we're going to get into the Monster Attack crew. Monster Attacking crew. I apologize. Two weeks from now? Next episode. Next episode. I know. <laughs> Just literal me. <laughs> Killing the fourth wall, Patrick. As only you can do. Jeez. That's what I'm here for. But, um... Uh, also, did you notice the episode sponsored by Honda? I did see that. Yeah, because they build all the vehicles. I kind of figured that's yeah. exactly what it was. And my yeah. younger one is going, why is it sponsored by Honda? I said, they probably made all the cars and yeah. stuff. By the way, how about that nutball car he shows up into? Oh, it? The, I, and it's so fast. It's so fast. I wanted to see more, like... Let's like, get a good, solid look at that crazy-looking car. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, you kind of figure, okay, Honda was going to try to sell that thing at least. Oh, I can't imagine they would. Like, here, Why you want not? this pile of nonsense over here? <laughs> oh, this is a nice. That's a nice uh, oh, that's shot a nice of all shot. the all the like the crew members from yeah, the back and front, and the sides, side, yeah, and all the stuff. Okay, yeah. let's see if good I can enough. remember that's... to link some of this on the Facebook page, yeah. you guys, and in the show that's notes. Good stuff. Alright. So yeah, enough. Ultraman Leo, uh, so far so good. Yeah, I mean, like I said, more violent than I expected. Good grief. But now I knew there was violence for. coming. I knew there was. Oh I didn't. Oh yeah. Because I've seen some clips of some shows where you're just like what? <laughs> and I don't know if they're all from this, but I know they're not Probably. from Tarot because Tarot went the other way. Right, right. But uh Ace is supposed to be pretty violent too. Okay. But we'll get to it all eventually. Eventually. Um, yeah, so that's that, you guys. Um, thanks again for tuning in. We wouldn't be doing this without you guys uh, because we would have been bored by now. <laughs> so to come onto our Facebook page, we'd love to have you get involved in some spirited discussions. Um, those of you who have not received your um, your uh, Festival of Merriment prizes, all of you, um, let us know that uh, that is going out within the next week, probably. And uh, <laughs> but it is soon. Um, it will be there before Festival of Merriment 2, okay. uh, which will be happening at some point in December. We're going to have to record before that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Set it up and all so, um, that's it, you guys, um, for this week's episode of The Science Patrol, and we'll see you all again soon. Sally Forth. Take care, everybody. Music for this podcast was provided by Terminal Sunburn. TerminalSunburn.bandcamp.com. Contact the Science Patrol on Twitter at Ultraman Podcast. Our email address is UltramanPodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. Search Science Patrol or Ultraman Podcast and we'll add you. The Science Patrol is available on iTunes at UltramanPodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Please make sure you subscribe and tell your friends. I'm Barbara Rossi. The Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production.